Lots of people with your host, Dennis Beard. Talking about the mark of the beast. And let this one that has wisdom, let him count the number of the beast. It's the number of a man. And what man is that? And where do we get it in Scripture? Well, we know that in Daniel 3, we have a 66 cubit high, 6 cubit wide beast set up. And this image to the beast, Nebuchadnezzar set up, that all would worship it. And at what sound they hear the sound of the cornet, not a trumpet. There's no trumpet sound in it. The trumpet is the alarm of war, the piercing clarion voice of God that pierces the heart. But these have something in lieu of that, very close, very similar, but yet is in lieu of it, and it's not the real thing. So much that if it were possible, the very elect would be deceived. So what is this mark? What is this beast? What is the dragon, the beast, and the false prophet? Well, we know that in Revelation 16, 13, they said these are three unclean spirits. Now, that's a trinity. Somebody said, is that applicable to the trinity denomination, trinity religion over the world? Well, of course it is. There's nothing in the Word of God that's without signification. It all has a significance. And there's no mention of a trinity God anywhere in the Word of God. And the greatest commandment of all in Mark 12, 29, when the scribe asked Jesus, what's the first commandment of all? What's the dominant commandment? What is that preeminent commandment above all? Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. That one is not, they say, Yaqid, or the Alaf, as we know in the first letter of the ABC theory, meaning one, it's Ekod. So it's a plurality of one, a plural of one. Well, no, it's not. One means one. If I have one nation, somebody said, well, that is a plurality. A nation has many people. You're reading into that one. That is not there. One means one. There's only one nation. There may be many people. So what? The connotation is one is only one nation, one people. One Lord. One is one, regardless if you say Yaqid or Yikad. So that is another lie that's been propagated and told that there is a trinity. There is no trinity in the Word of God. The predominant commandment, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. One means one. And he goes on to say, and love your neighbors yourself. For this hang all the law and the prophets. One, there's one Lord, there is only one God, there's one body, one spirit, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, who's above all, Father of us all, and in us all. So here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, is the dominant commandment, the first commandment. And to say that there's a trinity, we have lost focus on the true revelation of God, his Godhead. When you look up Godhead, you'll think you'll find a trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. But yet, all you'll find is a self-existent eternal God who is one. There's not three in a Godhead. There's only one. And somebody said, well, the Lord said unto my Lord, there's two lords there, even though Paul states in Ephesians 4, there's only one Lord. There's one body, one spirit, one Lord. Then how can the Lord say unto my Lord if there's only one Lord? And that's where the revelation of Christ comes in. And that it can only be revealed by God himself. So this is going to allude and take us right to the mark of the beast, whether we're in truth or not, and whether it's a physical or spiritual mark. Now many say, well, the Antichrist, the son of perdition, the man of sin, will cause all, both small, great, rich, and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead. And that's a chip or this or that, a physical mark. Now, we're going to state a different view. 
that it is not a physical mark. It's a spiritual mark. But how can that be? Because the Antichrist causes them. It's an ideology. It is the belief system of that individual. And it can be read without a physical mark. And somebody said, that's impossible. Well, not in today's technology, it's not. And we're going to be talking about surveillance cameras. Surveillance cameras, that's right, you heard it. Surveillance cameras all over the world. And the leader, of course, is the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. Now, there's some key words that we need to look at in about this son of perdition, the man of sin, the wicked one being revealed. And we find that Paul tells us that it's a time that the faith's going to grow exceedingly and the charity of every one of us will abound one toward another. That's perfection. Because you add it to your faith, virtue, virtue, knowledge, knowledge, temperance, temperance, patience, patience, godliness, godly, brotherly kindness, brotherly kindness, charity. Charity is the final epoch in love. It's the love of God. And that love of God passes all understanding. And it's not in the intellectual, in a something that I do with my mind, It is the compelling move of the Holy Ghost to have that obedience unto the commandments of God. In other words, it's growing in grace to the point that the love of God constrains us, not the intellect, the love of God. And the love of God constrains us. It literally pushes us to do the will of God. And those that have the love of God will walk as he walked. They will, they will literally walk as he walked and do as Jesus did in the days of his flesh, showing us the way, the truth, and the light. So when we talk about this mark of the beast, we must see in 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter, Paul goes on and explains in greater detail before the rapture, before the gathering together unto the Christ, until the day of Christ is at hand, and are gathering together unto him. That you be not soon shaken in mind, or letters from us, or from an angel, as at the day of Christ is at hand. That's the so-called rapture, which is Latin, which is a gathering together unto the Lord. We meet him in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Well, there it is. And... Uh, There we have this love of God constrained. It's manifest through the body of Christ. So Paul writes another letter, 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter. He's talking about that, but he says that that time, that day, that day of Christ, are gathered together unto him, will not come until it come a falling away first. That falling away is stated by Paul in 1 Timothy 4, verse 1. The Spirit speaketh expressly. And in the latter days, some shall depart from the faith. You had to be in the faith to depart from it. Given heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry, abstaining from meats, which God has sanctified by the word of God in prayer. Not just not eating or marrying, but the conscience being seared with a hot iron or the spirit of God moves through the conscience, which is the spirit of man. If that conscience is seared, then there is no way of following the Lord because the spirit of God, the Holy ghost moves in the spirit of man through the conscience purged from dead works to serve the living God. Night can't serve the living God because it is seared. It's seared with a hot iron. And therefore, the mind of the intellect cannot serve the true God because the conscience seared. But what seared it? What caused it? And we're going to see that the Antichrist causes all, both rich and uh, great and small, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark. Not to take the mark, but to receive it. You have to receive it. In other words, you can receive the gift of grace from God. It's a free gift. 
You can receive it. But their mark is also something that is received, but it's caused by the man of sin, the son of perdition. Causes all. Now, how can he reach all? It's an impossibility. There's no man sitting upon a throne anywhere over a nation that could cause every individual to receive, compel, and literally an ideology that they accept as the truth. How could that be? Well, I'm going to read you a report there on the closed circuit television surveillance cameras all over the world and how through face recognition they know every move you make and every podcast everything you've done from getting a driver's license to where you fall off the grid they still see if you ever walked into town that there is surveillance cameras at the thief, they say, well, this will stop the crime wave throughout the world. Well, it should, but it doesn't. And we're going to see that the estimates vary on this uh, closed-circuit television, CCTVs, as well as surveillance cameras. But China, which is a leader, there are approximately 415 million located in the country. Somebody said that's astronomical. If it re- if this percentage remains the same as camera levels grow to 1 billion in the next year, 1 billion, China's CCTV, closed circuit television, camera could count rise to as much as 540 million. Now, based on the country's current population of 1.4 billion, that would mean that nearly one camera for every two people. Now, although the projection might seem vast, it may be a fraction of the actual number. Now, it's said that this is good for crime, and it'll be used for positive, but making the society safer, but it could trample on your rights to privacy, to privacy and freedom of movement, or both. Now this, somebody said, well, that's just China. Well, you can take a look. You can go on comparatech.com. You can go anywhere and on the various uh, internet sites to show the countries that have surveillance China, England, India, you'll see that it is all over the world. The 20 most surveilled cities in the world, Delhi, India, 551,000 cameras. Then you have London, uh, Chennai, India. You have uh, all over Singapore. Uh, again, all it's all over. Uh, the world, Mexico City, Mexico, and you see that it covers the world. And the cameras are relatively inexpensive. So what does this mean? That it means that every move you make, that you can be compelled uh, right now in China if you don't go along with their ideology. And it's very important about to point out that the CCP, uh, the Communist China Party, Communist Party, are atheists. They're not just against Christianity. And of course they are. We understand that. They have gone to all the churches that have steeples, pulled them down, going and sacked the larger churches, taking out all the pews, Bibles, everything else, killing some of the pastors. We realize that. It's ongoing. Because they're trying to take technology and force the people to accept, to receive their ideology, to receive their 
is no God. They're atheists. So it's very important that Paul talks, and some of the many people say that uh, Muslim Islam is the Antichrist. Well, it can be an Antichrist. It's against Jesus Christ that they have Muhammad instead. But they're still on the, the, the target of China being 1.4 billion that's against any kind of religion. Muslim population as well being in present, as well as Christians, as well as Buddhists. The, the countries, uh, China's supposedly indigenous religion being Buddhism. They're against all that is worship or called God. And that is that they believe that they, as God, that they believe they will rule the world and do not have to answer to anyone, to any God. And Paul states that. And it's important to realize that Paul states that there will be a falling away first, a man of sin be revealed, who opposeth all that is God, opposes all that is God, not just Christianity, but all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God, well, whoever runs that, and rules that, coming out of a small people, will take the kingdoms by flatteries in a, to- in a state of total chaos. Well, what caused the chaos? Paul stated that only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. That's not the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is with us, Christ with us, until the end of the world. Amen. Matthew 28, 19. He'll never leave us nor forsake us, ever. Well, then what is it? Well, it's the civil government, the rule of government, and that will be what literally causes the chaos. And that when this happens, the, the man of sin, the son of perdition, will come in with a small people and obtain the kingdom through flatteries. By peace, he will destroy many. He will unify a one-world government. Arms shall stand on his part. He will literally forecast his devices and prosper. And they'll say, who's able to make war against the beast? Now, the beast, that, that ideology is not any kind of religion. It is he as God, setteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. He's an atheist. He believes in himself that he is God. He believes he is. He's not, he makes no qualms about it. That he as God said in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Well, how does this happen? That simply, the dragon, the serpent, the old scarping, the devil, that spirit thinks, who is a created spirit, actually thought that through the laws of God that he very well knew that by using God's own laws, he could overthrow God by using his laws. There's a law of faith. We find that in the Babylon, Babel, the Tower of Babel. Nimrod built Caleb and Babel. And notice there, when they're building Babel, their tower that's going to reach up to God, it was not so much that they're going to go into uh, the stratosphere, etc. It was that by faith that nothing would be impossible to them. They were in one mind and one accord and one thing. They were going to build them a name. They didn't want to be called by the name of God. They didn't want to be called by uh, the, the Shem, Barak Lashem, Adonai, they didn't want to be called by the name of God, which wasn't revealed yet. The only revealed name of God is Jesus. But they didn't want to be called by anything that had to do with God. So they said, let us build us a tower. Let us build us a name. Lest we be scattered upon the earth. Let us build us a city. This city, not this city whose builder and maker is God, but the builder that they made through their own laws that they believed 
by operating in God's laws, they can overtake God himself. Just like Jesus Iscariot believed that he could force Jesus, Jesus in setting up his kingdom to rule upon the earth right then in a wrong season. It was going to be a, a dispensation of grace. But he was going to force that millennial kingdom. He was going to force Jesus to set up his kingdom right then. And by doing so, literally betrayed the Lord, hung himself, and his bowels gushed out. Jesus didn't kill him. Vengeance is God's. He will repay. He hung himself. Well, we find the same is true in this Antichrist, the man of sin, the son of perdition, that wicked one that will, will be revealed after he, the restraining force of the governments, the civil government, the nations, stands in his way. But what we're finding now is that through technology, that the love of money is the root of all evil. And because money is that root of all evil, and it's the gathering of all nations in the ships of Tarsus by which are made rich by the abundance of her delicacies. They fall into that ideology simply because of money. We know that there's genocide in China, but yet the corporate companies all over the world invest not only there in the China's economy, but our 401ks, different uh, retirement plans, are literally investing into this nation. Who is an atheist nation? Opposed to all that is God or that is worship. I don't care if it's Christianity, Muslim, Buddhist, whatever it is. They are against all that is called God or that is worship. That's communism. It's atheist. It does not allow any religion. The religion is the government. They set themselves up as God. So by doing with the surveillance cameras, well, it will cause all nations. Somebody said, well, I'll tell you what, I'll just get off the grid. I won't use a credit card. I won't use a phone. They will have no image of my face. And when you have, you see that the surveillance cameras in any move that you make anywhere, they have facial identity. And through uh, uh, the algorithms, they know what you buy, what you believe, what you stand for. If you're conservative or you're liberal or whatever your stance is, simply by algorithms, knowing what you do, where you go, and what you buy. And by doing that, they know the trend and what you believe in faith. So it won't be that you have to take a physical mark because you'll be known by your identity on what your heart and what you're influenced in your belief, your faith. And that faith will determine whether or not you have the seal of God in your forehead in Revelation 7 in the apocalyptic sealing or whether you receive, you receive the mark of the beast. It is the number of a man. Well, the man there, we find in Nebuchadnezzar's dream, given to us that secret. And that secret given to Daniel, the Most High lets the king know what will befall the people. This secret that is literally the head being Babylon, that's the head of this beast. Mr. Babylon the Great, the mother of hearts, abomination of the world. Then we go to the breast of, of silver and arm of silver. That is the chest of the beast. Then we go to the loins. That's the brass, which is we have uh, uh, the, the breast being uh, media Persia. Then the loins being Greece. And the legs being of iron, and the legs there be Eastern, Western Rome, standing as a man, and then the feet iron mixed with miry clay. Now that is the man. And in that man, 
that was revealed unto Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar. We're given that secret. That secret there, that in Daniel 9, 24, he said that he will seal up the vision and the prophecy. There's the vision. This vision, Daniel said, is not given to me for any of my righteousness or my holiness, but that the king might know what God will do. And that is over the king, over the nations, the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And uh, that is exactly that man of sin that will rise up in a conglomerate, but there will be a physical, literal man, a human being, that the dragon, those serpent, the devil, the scorpion, will give him his seat and great authority and incarnate Satan, the man of sin, the son of perdition. Paul settled, he literally focuses on him and gives us exactly who he is. He's a man of sin, the son of perdition, who opposes all that is God. Not any kind of religion, not Christian, not a Buddhist, not an Islam, not, not Muslim, not any religion, but sets himself up as God, set it in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. And why? Because he's working the laws of God in direct opposition to God. Why would God allow that? Because it's God's sin, strong delusion that they all might be damned, who receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved, but have pleasure in unrighteousness, whose end, whose end is destruction, and that determined will be poured out upon the desolate. So we're saying the mark of the beast. It's a mark of that man. And that is, that mark is a key Z stigma. It lets us know exactly what that man stands for. It's a number of that man. The number of the man is the essence and the identity of, of his ideology, his belief system. The number of that man is the number of that beast. That beast, that man of sin, the son of perdition. It gives us everything and what he stands for and how he's going to rule the nations. During that time, for time, times and a half, three and a half years, 42 months of the great tribulation. How does he do it? Well, it gives us the number. Here's the mind that hath wisdom. Let him that hath wisdom count, reckon up the number of the beast, the number of that man. It's a number of a man. And his number is, and he did not write 600, three score and six. He wrote the Greek symbols in the, in the letters, key, Z, stigma. Now, key 600 is the number for Christ. That spirit, Jesus is his name. The only reveal the name of God there is, Jesus, Jehovah's salvation. Not a trinity, not a, not a tunis, not a oneness, but Jesus only, the Christ. Who is God only? Not another. The blessed and only potentate. Who only hath immortality. That man, Christ Jesus, who dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto, nor see, nor can see, is that 600. But, the, how do we know the truth? We know the truth, but we know the truth given to us in John's epistle, 1 John 4. John states, Hereby try ye the spirits, because many false prophets are, have gone out into the world. Many, not just a few, many. They miss the mark. They miss that tab. They miss that Jesus is all the attributes of God. From A to Z, everything God is, from Alpha to the Omega, to the Allah through the top, is Jesus Christ. There's 22 letters in the Aleph Bet of the Hebrew. There's 22 chapters in the book of the Revelation, which that is the revelation of Jesus, the Christ, in every chapter. And all the judgments of God, seals, trumpets, and vials, is for one reason only, not to destroy mankind, but to reveal who he is, the real, true God Almighty, Jesus Christ, the only true God in eternal life. Therefore, he said, here is how you try the spirits. John, in his epistle, 1 John 4, verse 1 through 4, he says, any spirit that 
This is how you try. This is how you try the spirits to see whether they are of God or whether they're of an Antichrist, something in lieu of Christ, something against Christ, something that is a, a little small, a little leaven that takes us away from the true God and eternal life. And a little leaven, leaveneth the whole lump, and he knows it. So, we, he takes the kingdom by peace as a false Christ. And those, because he has indignation against the holy covenant, which that holy covenant is Christ, our Lord Jesus, he will corrupt them, corrupt them by flatteries. And many of understanding that understand this truth of who he is and how to try the spirits will fall, die. To, term, to try them, to purge, and to make them white. Because it's through the sufferings of Jesus Christ that we cease from sin. First Peter 4, 1. For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, be therefore likewise minded, for he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. So it's a time of great tribulation. We've missed the mark, and totally in religion, to where, in the so-called Christianity, that God will do a work, a strange work, and bring past his act, a strange act, not to destroy mankind, but to reveal who he is. We've missed the mark. And because of that, God's doing a work in judgment. All his ways are judgment. And the final revealing of Jesus Christ will be in judgments. For when judgments are in the earth, men will learn righteousness what the true God is. That's righteousness. That he is God, came into the world, manifest in flesh, died, buried, rose again, went back to his former glory, and then gave us his spirit to walk in the light as he's in the light and come to the measure of the stature of the fullness of him in the image of Jesus Christ. And that is the whole purpose from the beginning of creation. God's will has been to gather all things together in one in Christ Jesus, Ephesians 1. So he says, John says in his epistle, 1 John 4, any spirit that confesses how the buns of the heart, the mouth speaks, confesses that Jesus Christ, that spirit, he is God. He is the Lord Jehovah God Almighty. He is the Tetragrammaton. He is Jehovah. He is Elohim. He's El Shaddai. Is come, not has come is come. That is a present imperfect tense. Present that is still happening. Imperfect because it has not come to fulfillment yet. It's still in process. Jesus Christ is still coming in the flesh. Moses the flesh. You, that you have been born again and the body of the sins of the flesh destroyed by baptism, born of the water, receiving the Holy Ghost, born of the Spirit, yet you are the body of the Christ, and Jesus Christ is Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's the mystery. That's the mystery of godliness, that mystery, that Christ is in you, the Father in you. Now, there's one body, one Spirit, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, who's above all, Father of us all and in us all. That's Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. That, that is the Christ. That is the Spirit. He was manifest in the flesh in the days of his flesh, but went back to his glorious Christ. And we find that in Acts 2, 36. Let all the house of Israel know assuredly that same Jesus, that man that you crucified, God hath made him both Lord, that's Jehovah God Almighty, and Christ, the Holy Ghost. Christ in you, the hope of glory. He's always been Christ. He humbled himself to become a man, went back to his former glory, and then gave us his spirit. There's only one God there, not a trinity. Well, there, any spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ, that spirit, God Almighty, all that God is, was, ever will be, is come, present imperfect is still happening, in the flesh, the body of Christ, is of God. Any spirit, that confesses not, doesn't agree with that, 
that Jesus Christ is not come in the flesh is not of God. They do not discern the body of Christ. And because that, many asleep and many are sick, not discerning the Lord's body. They don't understand that Christ, when you do it, one of the least of these, my brethren, you've done it unto me, Jesus said. He is the head, and we are the members, making but one man the body of Christ, and Jesus the head, making one body that fills heaven and earth, and it's called the whole body, the whole church of the living God, the whole body of Christ is called by that name, and that name Jesus in heaven and earth. So that's the reason the Antichrist will blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and those that are in heaven. He realizes the body of Christ is uh, Jesus ahead and we the members and the individual members in the body of Christ, particular members indeed. So how does he do it? He compels. He makes them receive, makes them receive. The Antichrist, it says there, and that all, all, small, great, rich, poor, free, and bond makes them receive. Now, that is your doctrinal statement of what you believe, your whole belief system, whether it's God or whether it's the world. And if you confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, you're of God. And if you go all the way through and grow up in him in all things, you will be sealed in the Revelation 7 apocalyptic sealing of the servants of God in their forehead with the top. That is a lot of the top. You've grown up into him in all things, not just few, in all truth, all things, in all light. But he that confesses not, that's the number of that man. It's a spiritual number. It is. Babylon, Media, Persia, Greece, and Rome. It is that man that is of the world. Judas is Iscariot is Iscariot. It is, we find in the book of Judge, Judges, Menehadan. Menehadan is Iscariot. Iscariot, man of the world. The love of the world there. The lust of the eyes, the pride of the life, the lust of the flesh is manifest in fullness in this Man of sin, the son of perdition, and all will literally, he will cause the prey to be given to the nations. He'll forecast his devices and prosper. Arms will stand on his part. They say, who can make war against him? Against the beast. Who is able to stand? I'll tell you, only those that have the seal of God in their foreheads. And they love not their lives unto the death. And there's no pre-tribulation rapture. It is uh, the fullness of the kingdom of evil, the devil, against the kingdom of God. Good against evil and good will prevail. But you've got to have, and we have to have the seal of the living God. What's that seal? It's a tithe. You come, what is that? The fathers. It's come to the fullness of the measure of the statue of Jesus. They've come to all truth. They know him that's from the beginning, the word of God. Not partial, not things seen through a glass darkly, but then face to face, coming unto charity, the bond of perfectness, the guarantee of perfectness. Charity covering a multitude of sins. They seal up the vision and the prophecy. What's that prophecy? The words of the book of this prophecy, which is the revelation of Jesus Christ, the living epistle, the royal priesthood going forth in the earth, Revealing Christ. They'll have the seal of the living God. They will not be overturned. They'll seal their testimony with their own blood. And the blood of the saints and of the mortars will be found in her. Mr. Babylon the Great. Mr. Babylon the Great, the mother of hearts abomination of the earth, is all capital letters in bold print, Revelation 17, because it claims to be God. And the doctrine is riding upon that beast. What's that beast? He denies that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. 
How do you know? How do we know that? Because the mark is key Z stigma. Key 600, Christ. It's a spiritual mark. It's your belief. It is your faith. Whether you're in the faith or you're not. And it will be known simply by everything that you do in your actions, being a living epistle, seeing your good works and glorifying your Father in heaven, the Lord Jesus Christ. But it will be seen over the world in every place through surveillance, through cameras, every move you make will be known right now if you are in the China Communist Party and you have an open Bible and you have in your house a Bible study, you are subject to go to prison and be literally put to death. Really because, simply because of your belief. You haven't killed anybody. You haven't come against the government. All you're doing is lifting up Jesus. That's all. And by doing so, the more that you come against and persecute the church of the living God, the more it's going to grow. That's what the man of sin, the son of perdition, does not understand. Because the blood of the saints is the seed of the church, and it will grow. The more you shed the blood, the more that it will manifest in power. And that devil, that old dragon and serpent, the devil, the scorpion, does not understand that. And he will take through every advantage of the flesh to make all mankind to receive it, to receive his ideology, to receive that he is God, punishable by death. <laughs> you can't buy or sell. Same you that had the mark. You go to a market. Well, it's there is a merit system right now in China that if you, through the surveillance, that if you go and you have a Bible study in your house or you uh, you, you become a Christian because you, you've asked Jesus to come into your heart, you're not, you have, you, all you've done is make a, 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 an independent, intellectual decision to follow Christ, done nothing against the government, no insurrection anywhere, that on the merit system, they will warn you, and then you go down to get on a bus or a tram, and you paid your card, you go there, and now I'm saying you can't get on. They say, well, the police, the officer asks you, what have you done against the government? What have you done? You have done something illegal and they cancel you you can't get on a bus you can't buy food you can't rent a house you can't buy a house well there you have it did you receive a physical mark no but you're singled out how do they know it because of your deeds because of your belief system because if Jesus Christ is in you, it's going to, that, that Christ, that grace upon your heart will not just stay there. It will have a, a, an outward reflection in life, and it's picked up by the world. It's not a physical mark. It's what you stand for. The ones that are fearful, the ones will receive. The mark. They'll receive it on their own free will. And those that do will be cast into a lake of fire. Now, friend, this may be a different what you've ever heard. It's going to be a, a, a chip put somewhere or whatever the case is. And now, nobody's going to do that. Not any Bible believing Christian, regardless of your fundamentalist, Pentecostal, tabernacle, regardless of what you are. That's right. I said tabernacle. Those are the ones that are in the new wine making new wineskins that are in the present truth. They're not going to do that. But your lifestyle, your living epistle, that's how you will be sealed in Revelation 7. And those that don't will receive a mark. And that is their faith and get living. Living, not an epistle for Jesus, but living in under the rule 
of this one world government, this man of sin, the son of perdition, prophet. Yes, he's a prophet. Forecast his devices prosper. Arm stands on his part. He divides the riches, the spoil, and the prey. Sounds like a real savior, but he's a false messiah. Don't be deceived. Key Z stigma. Jesus Christ is not coming to flesh. Key 600 Christ. Z is 60. Rebellion. It's written as a snake, literally cold and ready to strike. 600. Key Z X I. Rebellion. Coming against Christ. What? Six. Stigma. Flesh. To stick to pierce. Original meaning. Flesh. Jesus Christ is not coming to flesh. And that is the spirit of Antichrist, which the spirit of it was already in the world. That's what John said in his epistle. But now we're going to have the man of sin, the son of perdition. The man, not just the spirit, the man and his ideology taking over the whole world. And he will rule through the earthly ways, through the love of money through the ships of Tarshish being made rich through the abundance of her delicacies riding upon this ideology of the man of sin, the son of perdition. I know that's a little different than what a lot of people believe, but your life, your actual, your actual behavior, the good works that you do, it does have a reward. You see, by keeping these great and precious promises given to us is the way you escape the corruption of the world through lust. You'll escape this, not through a pre-tribulation rapture. You'll escape the corruption of the world through lust. The lust of the eyes, the pride of the life, the lust of the flesh. The world passes away with the lust thereof, but whosoever doeth the will of God shall abide forever. Many will seal their testimony with their own blood. They will not deny the Lord. Jesus said, you deny me, I'll deny you. We cannot deny the Lord. We have to stand. We have to stand for the Lord God Almighty, even unto death, sealing our testimony with our own blood. And that is exactly what the book of the Revelation is. And by doing so, it says there, we escape the corruption of the world through lust. We're sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. After we have received the word of God, the present truth, we're sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise until we receive the promised possession where we inherit all things, all truth, all that is laid up in store by the body of Christ. Why? That you might be made partakers of his divine nature. The divine nature of God. Think about it. For uh, only 70 years here, and by reason of strength going to fourscore 80 years, yet man's days are few and full of trouble. Man born a woman is a few days and full of trouble. Why not live it for God, suffering for him, not as an evildoer, but for the kingdom of God? If you suffer with him, you'll reign with him, and you'll be a joint heir with Christ. And that's the way the life of the Lord Jesus Christ is made manifest in your mortal body. Just as Paul said, we're troubled on every side, but not in stress, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed, always bearing about in our bodies the dying of the Lord Jesus. Jesus Christ manifests where? In the flesh. He's come in the flesh, manifest in the flesh. Your life is a living epistle. And the devil hates that. And all that will not believe being mortars, witnesses unto Jesus. He will compel them, make them receive a mark. And that's spiritual. That's your belief. That's who you are. Either an instrument of God or of Satan. Either you're a saint of God. Either you're in that child of God. Or you are a synagogue of Satan, one of the two. So Kizzy Stigma is the mark of that man. It's a spiritual mark simply by the lifestyle and the witness that you give will be read by the world. And it's already happening now. 
Well, key Z stigma, Jesus Christ is not come in the flesh. All those that believe that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. What is that Christ? He's God. Christ, 600, is come in the flesh, 606. Key stigma, that's of God. But key Z stigma, Jesus Christ is not come in the flesh is that spirit of Antichrist, which is already in the world. Now we're going to have the man of sin be revealed, that wicked one, 2 Thessalonians 2. Well, neighbor, we want to thank you. This has uh, uh, maybe uh, struck you in your spirit that you, the Holy Ghost, has uh, bore witness with your spirit that this is the word of God. We'd love to meet you, become into one with you. God is really bringing his body in into one, one body, one spirit, one Lord. We would love to meet you. In the unity of the faith, we must all come together. That's how we stand. And that witness, the bone coming to the bone, makes a joint of whichever joint supplies, compacted together by the Lord, whichever joint supplies to the edifying of itself in love. The edification of the body of Christ, how? By the unity of the faith, not a denomination, Denominations, I'm afraid, will see we're man-made. And God will break down every denominational wall to bring his body into one for those that have an ear to hear. So if this has moved on you and the Holy Ghost has moved, you believe it's the truth, contact us so we may know them that labor among us and be one in the Lord Jesus Christ in the unity of the faith that we literally come together. We'd love to meet you one-on-one. Write to me, Dennis Beard, Post Office Box 2906, Longview, Texas, zip code 75606. Or if you have a question, maybe there's things that's uh, not clear, and we'll do our best to answer them if you will simply drop us a line. You can do that over the websites. Or drop us a message. Let us know who you are, and we'll contact you. And we may meet and come together in one. You can do that on the websites. Sealinggodspeople.org, sealinggodspeople.com, or dennisbeard.org. We want to thank you for the prayerful support of many of you and your generous donations. That allow us to keep the podcast on the air. We want you to know we pay, pray over every, every offering given that God can multiply your seeds sown 30, 60, 100 fold. And by this, ministry of giving, receiving, and lifting up his word, we thank you so much for it, that God supplies the wants of the saints, not the needs, but supplies your wants, that you may be ready for every work, good work in God. And that we want to thank you for. It means so much to us. We want to thank you. We're praying for you. We're praying for all. And we all come into the unity of the faith to the knowledge of the Son of God. Well, until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Beard saying, Behold, the real Jesus.